It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host and founder of BricktownBuckets.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O-Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O-Thunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show for 0536271-28. On today's show, brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week coming up later on in this episode. On today's show, let's talk about the Trevor Ariza trade. What is the next domino to fall? What does this trade even mean? What is the trade player exceptions like now that this trade's gone through? Lou Dort's contract, stock watch, and preview the game against the Hawks. Let's do it. I just wrapped up my first locker room, my live stream on locker room. Uh, thank you to everyone who, who joined in. We had a lot of people in there uh, that were really happy about the turnout of this first one. We'll do it every single Thursday around the same time, 1130 Central Time. I'll always tweet it out at Ryland underscore styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. If you want to be sure to never miss the next one, then follow me on locker room. Ryland underscore styles, same as Twitter. Of course, now it's time to talk about the Trevor Ariza trade. The second trade of this deadline season, the first sent Diallo to Detroit. This sends Ariza to the Heat. And so Trevor Ariza goes to the Heat. Oklahoma City gets Myers Leonard, a second-round pick in 2027. Now, whenever Kevin O'Connor reported this, we knew, and I put on Twitter immediately, the only way to make this a one-for-one swap with Miami is to take back one of 
Kelly Olenek, Andre Wadala, or Myers Leonard. So we knew this was going to be a, a possibility, and then it happened. Because you want to have a one-for-one swap for a player like Trevor Ariza. And the Heat get Ariza and whatever he can provide, which I think will not be very much, but maybe uh, Heat culture and all that good stuff can make him a, a, an important contributor. Now, Oklahoma City gets Myers Leonard in a 2027 second-round pick. Now, the organization, in their press release to the media, already told us that Myers Leonard will not be an active part of this organization and will not be on this team. He will not report to Oklahoma City. He will not be on this team whatsoever. The organization already announced that. Myers Leonard in the NBA landscape is just a number. He is just a salary cap contract. He's just a piece of paper. He's just a contract. He's just a log in the Excel spreadsheet. However, the NBA keeps up with their salary cap. That's all he is. He's a little log in the legend. What is it called? The bank The bank thing where you put your checkbook and balance it, whatever that's called. He's just a little log there. That's it. The Thunder did not trade for My- uh, Myers Leonard, the person. They did not trade for Myers Leonard, the basketball player. They traded for Myers Leonard, the contract. Because in the NBA, you have to have a matching salary to make a trade. And to make this trade, Myers Leonard was that matching salary. OKC understands the seriousness of Myers Leonard and what happened with him. And I understand why the outrage came from fans. Because this is an organization that's pride themselves since they've been here on being a family-centric, doing things the right way, caring about people, building a community. They've done all the right things in that regard. And then there's the headline. There's the headline of the fact that you trade for Myers Leonard, which is, of course, disingenuous because they traded for the second-round pick and not Myers Leonard. But still, you bring in Myers Leonard in headline alone, and it creates some bad bad buzz, some bad PR. The Thunder did a good job of immediately saying, look, no, he's not a part of this team. He will not report to this team. We will not include him on this team. He's simply a means to an end, and that end is to facilitate trades. And so what happens now at Myers Leonard is the fact that he'll stay on this team at least until the deadline. They'll try to move him again as a piece of the puzzle, of a, of, as a piece of a salary cap puzzle, right? And if they can't, then no harm, no foul. He is an expiring contract because of that team option. The team can just decline that option, and away we go. And, and that's it. Myers Leonard is a, is a spreadsheet log. That's it. For this Thunder team... And for, I think, every team in the NBA. I don't think that he'll get another shot in the NBA. If Myers Leonard cannot facilitate another trade by 3 p.m. on Thursday, he'll be gone. Thanks to that team option. And he won't report to this team. And no matter what you think right now, we'll forget about all of this happening in a year or two. There's going to be no trace of Myers Leonard ever on the Thunder, except for in the one transaction log. He will never log a minute for the Thunder. But this is a disgusting thing that Myers Leonard did, and he is a despicable person, and the Thunder know that. So I, I saw a lot of comments to myself and to others uh, about how Sam Presti traded for this terrible human, and 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 that doesn't and shouldn't throw away all that Sam Presti's done for this city and for this state. Is Myers Leonard a terrible person? Yes. Did the Thunder trade for Myers Leonard? No. Like they traded. 
for his name and for his contract, but not for him, the person. They're not giving him the second chance. They're not giving him this opportunity. They're simply trading for his money. And I know that for most of you, that does not need to be explained, but I, I do feel like Sam Presti is being unfairly attacked by the vocal minority in this deal who just don't understand the complexities of the salary cap. It's a shocking move whenever you see this organization take on the name Myers Leonard. But again, they're not really trading for Myers Leonard, and he's not going to be a part of this team, so it does not really matter. Uh, but this organization has done a great job of withholding and, and holding themselves to that standard of a family-oriented situation and a community-building situation. And this does not throw away all that work that they've done. It just doesn't. And Myers will be gone before you know it, and the Thunder will be the ones to get to send him out the door. I do have a question, though, about the the asset that the Thunder get back. Not not the saving $1.5 million. That's all fine and well. I don't really care about that right now. But the 2027 second-round pick. Are, are we sure? Are we sure there's no funny business going on right now? There's no funny business What's 2027. What's going to happen in 2027? Is this just a big coincidence? Why does Sam Presti keep compiling these 2027 second round picks. What happens in 2027? Is there going to be like this influx of talent? Is that going to be when the draft allows high schoolers back in the draft? What's going to happen in 2027? What eighth grader is Sam Presti looking at right now that could fall to the second round? I I want to know what's happening in 2027. I think that there might be some funny business going on. I think that Sam Presti might be ahead of the curve on uh, the 2027 NBA draft in the terms of, in terms of like the, different rules or something, Uh, but maybe not. Maybe it's just a coincidence. So if the Thunder do cut Myers Leonard and don't just let his contract run out, because I'm I'm not sure which they'll do because that team option might make it tricky. I'm not sure what the exact salary cap ramifications are uh, and if the Thunder technically need to have him on this roster and not reporting and not playing, uh, just need him on the roster to be able to run off this expiring contract or if they can just cut him on Friday, you know, next Friday, whenever the deadline passes. Either way, if they do get to cut Myers Leonard, will the Thunder fill this roster spot? I think that the safe answer is probably not. Oklahoma City's operated with a free roster spot a lot of the years that they've been a team in existence, uh, especially those contending years where they could always be flexible towards the buyout market. I think the answer is probably not, but I think that the easiest answer, you know, if they were going to fill it, the easiest choice would be maybe Moses Brown, maybe converting him to an NBA contract the way that they have uh, in the last three years, converting Deontay Burton converting Lou Dort, and now converting Moses Brown, possibly. We'll see what happens there with Moses Brown. And it's funny that Moses Brown was not even the highly coveted two-way guy, right? He was just kind of the throw-in two-way guy. He's like, oh, yeah, he made the team. He's a two-way guy. Who really cares? The big one was Josh Hall. And sadly, we've not gotten to see Josh Hall yet uh, because he's been hurt with that knee injury, and hopefully he can get back soon and start to display all the great things I think he can. I think he's a really good athlete. I think he can be a really good player in the NBA, but he needs to get on the floor. He needs to be able to be healthy. But basically with this trade, you get the 2027 second round pick and you get a bad headline. And it was a really bad headline. And I'm not I'm not going to fault anyone for reading that headline and being upset. I mean, even my own, I had family, friends, everyone saying, oh, how, how could the how could the Thunder trade for this guy? Well, I got to explain this. They didn't really trade for this guy, right? They didn't really trade for Myers Leonard. They traded for the, for the pick and Leonard was just the salary cap filler. And that's all there is to it. And they've already put a pin in the fact that he's never going to play for this team and never going to step foot in Oklahoma City. And that's great. Coming up, let's talk about what the next move can be. Let's talk about Lou Dort and Stockwatch. But first, I want to tell you about the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. 
the ultra player of the week is surprisingly enough, not going to go to SGA. Yes. Shea Gildas Alexander is incredible, but he's not this week's Miklob ultra player of the week. This week's Miklob ultra player of the week. It's only worth it. If you enjoy it, 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, joy creates success. And who had a very successful and enjoyable week that brought me so much enjoyment, so much joy, so much happiness. Who did that? If it was not SGA, it was Moses Brown. Moses Brown is the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. Are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? I'm happy because Moses Brown plays basketball for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Moses Brown had a really good week this week. He presents a very fascinating storyline to follow. What can he turn into in his NBA career? I think that his floor might already be Boban, just this change of pace type of guy. And then his ceiling is still pretty up there. So following him the rest of the second half will be a ton of fun. And that's why he's the Michelob Ultra player of the week. Are you happy because you're a winner? Do you win because you're happy? It creates joy, happiness, and enjoyment with only 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. The Michelob Ultra player of the week. I want to tell you about good friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sport action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline even has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts, promo code LOCKEDON, 50% welcome bonus your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, we're going to bet on tonight's game against the Atlanta Hawks. Before we dive into Lou Dort and what's next for the Thunder, let's talk about our good friends over at Locked On Bets. Betting on the NBA does not have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, find Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcast from, including the radio.com app. Look, the Thunder still have a long ways to go before Thursday. These are the names that you can still look at on the trade block for Oklahoma City. You got Mike Muscala. You got George Hill. You got Al Horford. I think those are the those are the locks that the Thunder will be sniffing around on. Now, can they move all three? That is still to be determined. I think that Muscala and George Hill are sure things, especially with the fact that Muscala is not even playing in the second half of this year. I think that he can help a contender and be a really nice piece. I think that he's as good as gone. Al Horford, again, the contract, you know, it's going to be tough to move them in season. We'll see what they can come up with before the deadline, which again is on Thursday. And we'll have special programming on Lockdown NBA, a live show from about 11 Central all the way through the deadline. So tune in to that special live show. I'll be jumping in there if the Thunder make any moves. And again, before the trade deadline show starts, we'll be on Locker Room getting you set for the deadline. But those are the next moves, and they can happen from now until Thursday Anywhere in between, nothing will surprise me anymore. A lot of these moves are seemingly coming out of nowhere for a lot of these teams. So I, I am very fascinated by what's to come for Oklahoma City. I wanted to quickly update the trade player exceptions now that the trade has gone through for Trevor Reza. Uh, the Thunder have a $27.5 million exception from Adams, a $12.8 million exception from Ariza, a 10.1 exception from Gallinari, and a $7.37 million exception from Kelly Oubre Jr. Oklahoma City used... Uh, some of that Gallinari exception to acquire Myers Leonard, according to Bobby Marks of ESPN. However, trading Trevor Ariza 
was not the only thing this Thunder team did yesterday. They also fully guaranteed Lou Dort's contract. They guaranteed the final two years of it already today. And again, I'm not a salary cap expert. There's plenty of other people out there like, like Keith Smith, who we can have on the show again to talk about this. Uh, but from the outside looking in, because I'm not, I'm not in deep with the, uh, with the whole salary cap situation, more so than just the surface level. Uh, I think that this is a really good move for both sides. I think that for the Thunder, it's a good faith move. It's showing Dort you believe in him. Not only just believe in him, but it's it's giving Dort that security already to where Dort can go out there and play and just realize that, you know, yeah, I'm on a team-friendly deal. Yeah, I'm on a bargain deal. Yeah, I could probably get more money, but at least this is all fully guaranteed now to where if anything, God forbid, happens to me, I'm at least taken care of in this capacity. It's just a good faith move to me. I can't see any other reason for this to be happening so early other than to build up that good faith and to build up kind of that belief in Lou Dort and that confidence and security for Lou Dort because we know that you're not going to trade Lou Dort, so there's no real reason in the trade market to do this. So it kind of came out of nowhere, but it's expected to pick up these last two years. You're not going to give away these cheap years of Lou Dort when he'll be an all-NBA player basically playing for the minimum. And I think that Lou Dort gets hurt by the fact that he was a two-way player last year, not this year. This year, the two-way guys have no cap on how many games that they can play. They can play in unlimited games in the regular season, and then they can also play in the playoffs. If that was the case, Lou Dort would not have signed his extension last year until after the playoffs would have made a lot more money than what he made in, in on this team-friendly deal. But it's still, good faith for Oklahoma City. It still helps Dort for sure because it does give you that security of if anything happens, you're going to get all of this contract, even though it's a really team-friendly bargain contract. Because anything can happen. I mean, nobody could have predicted what would happen to Andre. I mean, nobody can predict what happens to these injuries and with these injuries to where you want as much security and guarantees as possible. So I, I like the Thunder doing this already for Lou Dort. But right now, it is time for a very special edition of Stockwatch. We usually do this on Friday, but I know that tomorrow will be a game recap podcast, so we might not have time for it. Let's just go ahead and get Stockwatch in there today on Thursday. So let's go to the stock market. Yeah, they're penny stocks. I told you not to sell. You did not tell me not to sell. I said the market fluctuates, remember? Well, what are you going to do about this stock? I'm keeping it. I'm going down with the ship. Celebrate with our weekly act of debauchery. If this is your first time listening to Stockwatch, what we do here is we buy or sell players, and we actually keep track of it moving forward. Like, we already reviewed my first half Stockwatch for this year at the All-Star break. We'll do it again at the end of the year, and we'll keep track moving forward because a lot of times you hear this phrase, oh, I'm buying I'm buying all the stock in so-and-so player, and then that, that kind of blows over and everyone forgets about it, and you never know if you're right or wrong. I'm going to keep track of all this, and I'm going to know that I'm right or wrong in this ordeal. So Moses Brown today is our first candidate. I'm buying stock in Moses Brown being a long-term fit in the NBA. I think that he has a certain skill set, a certain ability that can keep him in. We mentioned the change of pace in the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. He can have that different look, and, and giving you that different look can keep you hanging around like a Boban. Next up is Alexei Pokashevsky. I am all in on Poku. I am all in on Poku. Now, you'll know pre-draft, I was afraid of Poku. I was scared to death of Poku because it's something we've never seen before, and typically, when we've never seen it before, 
that means it's not going to work out. I wanted more of a short thing, but I understood, right? I understood that this is kind of your house money year. Last year, last draft, it was not the draft that you have to hit. If you missed on both Poku and Tail Maldon, it would not have mattered one bit for your rebuild. This season, 2021 draft, this is where you have to start hitting on your picks or else you're going to really do harm to your rebuild. So I understood the the reason for taking a big swing and a, and a big hack at it for trying to hit a home run with Poku. And I think that you might have done it. I think you might have put a big swing and a big home run on the board for Poku. We won't know this until four years from now, but I'm back in on Poku. Trevor Ariza, I'm selling stock in Trevor Ariza. I do not think that he'll help the Miami Heat and be a difference maker for the Miami Heat. You're already seeing these graphics of like, oh, look at this team. Look at the Miami Heat. Now they've gotten Trevor Ariza, who hasn't played basketball in over a year. Eh, Relax. Relax a bit. P.J. Tucker to Milwaukee. I'm also selling. I don't think that he'll be the difference in Milwaukee being a title contender or not. And then the last one is LeBron James as an NBA owner. Now, here's one we're going to have to wait for, right? We'll know about Trevor Ariza. We'll know about P.J. Tucker within the year. LeBron, this one, is going to take a long time because the question is, is LeBron James going to be an NBA owner, an owner of an NBA team? I am saying absolutely yes. He already acquired some of the Red Sox or something. He's somehow like a part owner of the Red Sox or something. I think that he's going to be an NBA ownership group, and he's going to be a part of NBA ownership group because if Derek Jeter and MJ can own teams respectively, Jeter with the Marlins and MJ with the Hornets, then LeBron freaking James is going to have enough money to own an NBA team in some capacity, or at least he'll have enough people investing in him to where he can be the face of an ownership group, the same way that Derek Jeter is with Miami. But I really think that LeBron might have enough money just to outright buy a team by himself. I, I don't know for sure. I'm not really sure how it's going to work, but I think that he might. I think he's that popular and rich and awesome to where he'll be an NBA owner. But that was the quick stock watch. After this break, we're going to preview tonight's game against the Atlanta Hawks. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You probably could not work the internet properly. When your landline rung, all of a sudden the internet would stop working. It was a mess. They don't even have landlines anymore. It was a mess, right? But you could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts that your car would ever need at rockauto.com. My favorite part about Rock Auto is that I know nothing about cars and I don't have to know anything about cars. All I have to do is put my make my model my year into their database and they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way, I'm not wasting money on parts I cannot use, parts I do not need. It is incredible what they do over at rockauto.com. They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Tell them that Locked On sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box and they'll know what to do from there, rockauto.com. I want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. We've been telling you that for quite some time now. And now it's time to decide who is the very best tasting Built Bar. They're amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great tasting protein bars. Which one's the best though? They all have 100% chocolate on the outside. What is the very best? So what other way to crown a champion right now in March than to have a March Madness Bracket Challenge. Today's matchup is Peanut Butter Brownie against Coconut Puff, and I'm going to go with Peanut Butter Brownie to move on to the next round. You can vote on today's matchup at PiltBar.com or at Bar underscore Built on Twitter. Remember, 
to use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar, which if everyone does their job right, it should be cookies and cream. So we'll see if everyone does their job right and votes the right way. Cookies and cream is the absolute best. Again, if you want to get your hands on some Built Bars, go to BuiltBar.com and use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. I want to say about good friends over at the Locked On NBA Draft. Get more of the analysis you need from the top prospects available in this year's NBA Draft with the Locked On NBA Draft podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today to Locked On NBA Draft for all of that great content surrounding the NBA Draft. Tune in right now. It's March Madness time. The tournament starts tonight. The play-in starts tonight, and they move forward from there. So tune in, watch it, and then listen to the way that our draft experts break it all down on Locked on NBA Draft. So I want to preview quickly the Hawks game. Tonight for the Hawks, DeAndre Hunter is out. Chris Dunn is out. Cam Reddish is out. Onyeka Nkongwu is questionable, and Clint Capella is questionable as well. For the Thunder, George Hill is out. Josh Hall is out. Al Horford is back. Darius Baisley is out. Lou Dort is questionable. Tail Maldon is questionable. So we'll get updates to all of that at 5 p.m. today, Central Time, whenever Mark Daynot talks to those of us in the media. He'll tell us who's going to play and who's not going to play, and we'll know more then. Now, the Thunder are seven-point underdogs in this one, and you know what? They have SGA. They have Al Horford. I'm going to go with Thunder plus seven in this game against Atlanta. My big storyline to watch is the bounce-back game, right? The Thunder seemingly always bounce back after tough losses, and they play with their best effort. It'll be fun to see this team go up against the Hawks because the Hawks do have Gallinari back, and they are starting to get a bit more healthy uh, right now, kind of rounding the corner a bit on their health. They have a new head coach. So this game will be fun to watch. Don't forget, it's at 6.30 Central Time, so if you're in Oklahoma, it's at 6.30 and not at the traditional 7 or 6. It's a kind of a bit of a weird time to start these games, but I like it. It's a little bit earlier. Gets things done a little bit quicker. The Moneyball pick of the day, which, of course, is who leads this team in three-pointers made. I'm going to go with Tail Maldon if he plays. If Tail Maldon does not play, so if Tail Maldon's out, I'm going to go with Al Horford. So one of those two guys is going to lead the team in shooting. If Maldon's active, I pick Maldon. If he's not active, I pick Al Horford, just for clarification on that front. We'll also have updates, I'm sure, on the timeline for Darius Baisley, who's been out this entire time, and timelines on George Hill even, who is creeping up on that trade deadline with this thumb injury. I want to say thank you again to every single person who hopped into our locker room live stream this afternoon. It was a weird time, 11.30 a.m., but a lot of you supported and came out. It was a big turnout. I appreciate all of that. We'll do that every single Thursday. And we can even think about juggling the times up a bit uh, to kind of get as many people involved as possible who maybe cannot make it in the afternoon time at work. But again, thank you all. That's We're going to do that at least once a week, every single week from now on. And it's going to be on Thursday at least. We might add some more to it. Who knows? We might do some more watch parties or watch the second half, first half of games together. So it'll be fun. Again, download Locker Room app and then follow me there, Rylan underscore Styles. Same as Twitter, at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S on Twitter as well. We'll be back here tomorrow to recap this game against the Atlanta Hawks. I'm Rylan Styles. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked on Thunder.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.